boss is wearing leather pants. Does nobody else see the Ross is wearing leather pants? Someone comment on the pants. I think they're very nice. Yeah, I really like nice. them a lot. Not what I had in mind. See, people like Ross don't generally wear these types of pants. You see, they're very tight. Oh, see, I, I needed a new thing for today. And there's this leather store I go by that always smells so good. And I thought to myself, wow, you know, I've never owned a really good-smelling pair of pants before. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> okay, seriously, what do you think? Oh, you look like a freak. Yeah, awful. Awesome. <laughs> You know who you are? You're in the Guns Radio Podcast, baby! You're gonna die! Welcome to another episode of the Guns and Radio Podcast. As always, my name is Chris Caputo. Joining me today, as always, my co-host, hailing from Hearts Unknown, Dustin Bones. Oh shit, man! Left me hanging there for a minute. I thought we was gonna make a mystery of it. I was yeah. over here. I was over here on pins and needles, going, "Who is it? Oh, it's me!" It's gotta be Kane. <laughs> Holy shit, that's, that's gotta, Kane! It's gotta be. That's Kane. gotta be Kane. Na 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 na. I remember when I was a kid, that one, like, I never was scared of The Undertaker. But I was terrified of Kane when I was little. <laughs> Fucking nightmare fuel. Fucking dude could control fire just by, like, going his arms up and down. I know, and somehow that's much scarier than lightning. How is that possible? Yeah. Undertaker, you rolling your eyes behind the back of your head? Eh, just, nah. Anyone can do that. <laughs> <laughs> We got some things to talk about before we get started today with black leather. Yeah, yeah. let's uh, get into our usual housekeeping. Actually, before that, though, before I get into housekeeping, want to just plug our socials real quick. If you're on Twitter or Instagram, <laughs> you can follow us at Guns and Radio Pod. That's Guns, the letter N, Radio Pod. We'll be posting some good content at least a few times a week there. Twitter, I post more there daily. Just because it's easier, I can just throw out a tweet, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and we we're catching wildfire, man. Speaking of, from uh, if you all listen to our Civil War episode, episode 9, it's up in the archives, we laid out the challenge. So the original challenge, sorry, was that we wanted to hit 100 Twitter followers to get a bonus show. But we recently changed that to, say, 100 followers on either our Instagram or our Twitter. And we're getting pretty close there. So we're going to be putting up a poll around, I guess, the time this drops or maybe... A little bit afterwards we'll put up a poll on our twitter we'll put up a poll on instagram we'll put up a poll also on our discord which you can join the link in the uh, description here so we're going to combine those do a little poll and uh, we're going to figure out what we're going to do for our bonus show once we hit 100 followers on either our twitter or our instagram which will be fun to see uh, what the fans come up with oh yeah and we're getting really really close to that too now so this is about mm -hmm. to be a reality yeah man our numbers just keep uh slowly going up like our day one numbers are pretty good they're solid so far i think just for where we're at we don't expect like thousands we oh expect, no like yeah even we get it like 30 to 40 50 is pretty good like 
I didn't expect any, to be honest with you. Like I told you when I got when we first started, to me the winning scenario is not having a shit ton of listeners. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's great to have uh, people actually listening. But to me, the winning scenario is to just complete the project and have an episode for every GNR show song. Yeah. And you said you was going to do some shout outs. Oh yeah, we're let's get into that real quick. Some. Some more like Instagram accounts that I'm digging, other like GNR fan accounts, and some other certain individuals I got a shout out. Uh, so first shout out has to go to um, I don't know if any of you guys follow this guy on Instagram, uh, Axel Rose Brazil. I may know Hablas Portuguese, but uh, <laughs> does post some really good content. So hopefully we'll get him on here. Maybe some Hablas English. So we'll see. We'll get a translator. <laughs> you can get better as a translator. <laughs> uh, we got a shout out Axel underscore Rules. He's been. He's been liking a lot of our stuff, so shout out to him. He's posting some good content, too. Actually, this next one's a pretty cool uh, Instagram account. Well, Axel Rose has been wearing interesting clothing, let's say, during this not-in-this-lifetime tour. So there's actually an account that's called Axel Rose underscore Tees. And this guy somehow, or girl, I don't know who's behind it, finds where these t-shirts you can buy them, whatever. So if you want to dress nice. like a... a yeah, dress like Axl Rose, you can. Like, just the shirts, though, not the, not the clothes or whatever. Not the so, like, true they find, religion oh, like a John. No, not the elf shoes. <laughs> oh, or those, those the, life-saving boots. The life-saving, yeah. The yeah. Uh, $2,000 fucking boots. It better be worth it if you can fall on your ass and not break your legs. Hey, you know what? When you get a certain age, man, that's really all you can ask for. Shit, I'm 33, man, and when I fall and stuff, I'm always thinking on the way down that this is the big one. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, aim for the floor, not the stairs. And uh, kids, take this to heart. If you fall down the escalator that's going up, you fall forever. That's the best advice I've heard all day. <laughs> That's the closest thing to legit advice I've ever given on this fucking show. <laughs> quote that shit, we're going to put on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we need to get some t-shirts. I've actually... Uh, oh, man, I mean, we'll talk about that off the air. I got a guy now, so... Yeah, yeah, we got to get a merch shop hooked up. I got plenty of ideas. For our buddy Dan there, what the Famicom selling merch, we better start selling merch. Hell yeah, man. Come over and get your uh, hardcore porn and dog shit t-shirt today. I was at a GNR ride and all I got was this t-shirt. <laughs> Should be fucking perfect, I think. <laughs> and will you pre-rip the shirt in a couple of places? Yeah, and right at the collar and like at the <laughs> bottoms. So it's going to be like, like um, fuck, what's the word? Like flared at the bottom. Yeah, there you go. Got the tassels coming out of it. <laughs> and the trick is, is we just went to Goodwill, bought the shittiest t-shirts with holes in them that they had for, what, a quarter apiece. And, and then we printed this shit on there. <laughs> bought in bulk at uh, AliExpress. <laughs> uh, that's how we roll, man. Yeah, man. Cheap. Broke life. <laughs> <laughs> just to round out the shoutouts here, I don't know if you actually saw at the, uh, the last... It was, yeah, it was the last uh, show of the tour, and the the second show in Vegas. So Aquaman was there, fucking rocking his ass off. Yeah, he was there with his kids. He met he met Duff. He met Slash. I think there's one picture of him with like Melissa Reese, and he even met Axel too, which is like ball was badass. Nice. So shout out to Jason Moore. I was like watching those Instagram stories. The dude was like having the time of his life. Like 
dude, they, they started from the, the pit, whatever, all the way to the side stage. And then, like, they're literally right behind Frank Ferrer. And then they went back to the side stage. It's just, like, so fucking cool. I'm like, I'm jealous. Get to get that close? These motherfuckers? That is pretty dope. That is dope. So shout out to him, man. Like, we got another huge Junior fan. In the... Yeah. It's not somebody crazy this time, like Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, I was going to tell your kids to go fuck themselves or something. <laughs> oh! I kids, did. this is how sex works. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Let me Don't tell you. Me. Hang on. Let me get my pencil so I can pretend it's a cigarette. Let me tell you how it works. <laughs> Your mama's going to lay down on the bed and put my dick right in her pussy. Because ah! <laughs> Dice, he don't, he, don't, he don't do innuendo. He, dude, he, just, he, he pulls no punches, man. He just straight up. Dude, there was uh, when I went and saw, I probably have told this story on the show before, so I'll just bullet point it. When I saw uh, uh GNR in Vegas the last time Dice opened for him at one point. We were waiting on Axel, as was uh, commonplace back in those days. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Dice at first was in the crowd. And so what I think probably happened was, I think he got fed up with waiting and decided, I'm going to do a set. And he owns this town. So uh, like while we're waiting on Axel, all of a sudden some guy walks out with a microphone and puts it on the stage. And then you hear... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Dice Clay, and that was not advertised or anything. Nice fucking ladies, what's going on? Anybody here to see Guns N' Roses? I see you. I see all you young little piglets out there. Hoping you get a chance to suck on assholes. I was I was right in the front row, but I let this little ten year old girl in front of me so she could see better because I could see right over her, so it didn't change anything. But I let her right in front of me so she could see. So she's right there, front row center, and here's Andrew Dice Clay <laughs> doing one of his standard set lists, and he didn't hesitate. Right, well, the internet's here nowadays; they're gonna learn anyways. Oh yeah, there is no innocence anymore. At the end of the line, it's all because of the internet. Yeah, that shit's gone by the time you're six. <laughs> so what else do we got? Not much, but like, uh, just want to again thank Brando. Shout him out for coming on the show last week. Oh, that yeah. was super fun having him there and having us on his podcast. That was a fun being on his show. I love being on other people's show because we don't have to edit anything. Yeah, we just go in there and just talk our talk, and that's it. Fun week last week, and we've got another. Oh, yeah. 
pretty epic week coming up that I'm personally really excited about. Mr. Caputo here has outdone himself, guys, with the guests. Now, I have not found any of these. Nobody's answering my emails, but they sure are answering his. And uh, That's the power of yeah. We have a we have a guest coming up, uh, and Caputo is going to tell you all about it at the end of the show. It, yeah. Again, if we remember. Yeah. So this would be part two of our two part announcement that I mentioned in the Civil War episode. It's a pretty big guest, I think. Definitely one oh, of yeah. our biggest so far. Huge. Oh yeah. I, Stay tuned to the show for that. I'll give you a clue. It's like one of the founding fathers. Is coming to the debate. It's going to be fucking lit, as the kids would say these days. As the kids say, it's going to be the bee's knees. The bee's. <laughs> oh man, I I, I got to admit, I don't really have much to talk about. There's not really a lot of news. The tour's over. Yeah, the tour's over. Axel's hiding in Malibu. <laughs> Slash is doing slash things. Yeah, well, there'll be updates maybe from Slash, because he don't really take vacations. You guys are 10 years old, and you just figured out that Slash isn't real? Oh, my God. You knew about this? My parents told me Slash wasn't real when I was five. Jesus Christ. And plus, we all know that they're going to come back on tour next, I believe, April or May. So they're going to do, like, the uh, South American run there. My Chemical Romance has announced a few new tour dates, for those of you who care. Oh, I know. My well, my girlfriend's pretty hyped about that. That's like on her bucket list. And like, I'm also listening to like MCR back in the day, so I'm a pretty big fan. So that's pretty, pretty good news, I'd say. Yeah, I'm really excited about that myself. Ozzy Osbourne yeah. dropped a new. Uh, I know we're uh, two weeks. We taped two weeks in advance, so this is old news by the time you guys are hearing it. That's why we don't really fuck with news too much on this mm-hmm. show. But uh, Ozzy Osbourne dropped a new song today. Have you heard it yet? Um, I heard a little bit of it. It's pretty good. I'm like, he's still in it, man. At what seventy ish? Yeah, it's 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 not bad. It ain't bad at all. It's true to uh, what it should sound like. I was riding with uh, with uh, my girlfriend earlier, and uh, I'd been trying to listen to this fucking song all day, and then shit kept happening. And uh, we were on our way to the grocery store, and I I finally turned it on, and I was like, okay, I'm going to finally listen to this fucking song. And then it got like three notes in, and my mom called, and I <laughs> I had to talk to her, and then we got in the Fuck. grocery store. So finally, we got home, got parked, and I was like, no, I'm not leaving the car till I listen to this fucking song and get this over with. So I listened to it, and uh, I didn't hate it. New music is always good music, so usually at least, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can ask any GNR fan. <laughs> Good music or new <laughs> music is uh, something we don't get a lot. Yeah. Well, and uh, speaking of new music, I was going to let you plug this one. Our lamest yet most mind blowing contest yet. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting about that. May tw- May first. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome that I have forgotten about it on like the last what three episodes. Uh, <laughs> I keep saying within six months. It's actually not six months anymore. May 1st, 2020. So it's six months mm-hmm. of when we announce the contest. Just to keep everybody from yeah. being confused. Get your shit together. If Guns N' Roses releases anything new, so much as a new single or anything studio recorded, 
by May 1st, 2020, mm-hmm. we will buy a Dr. Pepper for one lucky fan, hopefully in the continental U.S. Thus, make mm-hmm. it real cheap to ship. And then when it gets yeah. there and it's all <laughs> flat from being shook up by the post office, because if you think I'm buying premium postage for this, I've got some bad news for you. Uh, <laughs> somebody's going to enter the contest, and if this happens, I don't think it's going to happen, but if it does, and <laughs> I'm dead serious. I will do it. Don't call my bluff. We may send you something else. I might try to scrounge up another mystery surprise or two to throw in there. Maybe. That's a big mite. That's a big mite. Um, I'm trying to big get F. some guitar picks made at the moment. Ooh. Interesting. You want to do the random bit of the day real quick? Yeah, let's get right to it, man. Let's see what we got. Awesome music video watch along. Awesome music video watch along. We watch a music video from either a current or former uh, Guns N' Roses member solo act or other band. And I guess by or other band, I mean I leave it open for us to throw anything in. And the song that I'm going to uh, play for us here in just a moment is Rock and Roll Ain't Easy by Dizzy Reed. Oh, okay. Uh, we'll put yeah. a link to the video in the description of this podcast so mm-hmm. that you can watch along with us at home. Pull it up on YouTube, get through all of the ads, all that bullshit, and then hit pause. Then we're going to give you a countdown here on the show in just a minute. We're going to go, well, we're going to count down. And uh, when we say play, you hit play, and uh, that's how you sync up with us. Then we're just going to watch this music video and check it out. I've actually not seen this music video yet. I'm not 100% sure this is an official release, even though the uh, YouTube video says official release. You know, you can't really take that too seriously sometimes. All right, you got it? Yeah, I'm ready here. All right, three, two, one, play. This is from a solo album, right? Yeah. Uh, I should just listen to it, like, finally, after you recommended it, like, a bajillion times. It's actually not bad. I enjoy it, yeah. It's good rock, man. It's good rock music. Can't complain. Yeah. It's got that kind of classic piano rock style to it, and that's what I like. Yeah. That one song, the first song, I think, about This Ain't Las Vegas, or I think that's what it's called, yeah. sounds exactly like it would belong on User Illusion. Nice. I think this is the final song off of his album. I wish I knew who anybody else in this band was. <laughs> It would just be like anyone who's in Hookers and Below, I think. Uh, could be. There's probably guests. Probably a lot of guests. That was from a GNR show. I promise you that. Hmm. That shot of him in front of the huge crowd. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's his wife. Or, or his second wife. I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know anything about Dizzy's love life. I don't know. <laughs> Probably got a lot of tail in the early days of Juno. <laughs> I mean, there'd be a lot of leftovers, but... I feel like he's probably over it by now. <laughs> he's too old for this shit. <laughs> I mean, he's always really cool when I've met him in real life. But he's also very chill. But he also always <laughs> smells like weed. So... <laughs> So in case anybody out there, I don't know if I said it on the show yet or not, because I can't remember. Uh, one that ever wondered what Dizzy Reed smells like. Uh, <laughs> smells like weed. <laughs> smells like skunks. <laughs> no, I'll say it's pretty good weed. I got a nose for that kind of thing. I'm a bit of a connoisseur. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, is that indica... <laughs> Maple Crunch from Denver. <laughs> say everything's purple Kush. Sorry. Right. 2016. Very good year. <laughs> and uh, this was grown in the fall. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dizzy's like, like, dude, get the fuck off me. Why are you sniffing me? Security. It's like fucking. <laughs> it's like fucking wine tasting. <laughs> oh, this is Chardonnay. It's aged forty years. <laughs> aged way too long. Yep. Weed doesn't have that kind of a shelf life. Oh, I love we're talking about months. weed, and then the guitar close-up says "Say no to drugs." <laughs> yeah, he knows what We've he's doing. We've all done them. Don't say no. These are the kind of music videos I like the best. I mean, I like it when they have a storyline, but not when they have to interrupt the song or play mm-hmm. 40 minutes worth of dialogue and shit at the beginning mm-hmm. of the song. Like how Twisted Sister has like a 10-minute scene before the music video ever starts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see this. I'd love to meet Dizzy again. I really liked him. He was really nice. Yeah. Dude just looks like he's enjoying himself just playing a fucking keyboard. Yeah. You know what you should do? Just bust out a keytar. And just like do know, that in right? a gun show. That's what fucking I keep awesome. saying, man. Because when, uh, when Pittman was taught, when I was talking to Chris Pittman that time, one of those times, and he was telling me about, uh, uh, you know, he's got that wobbly keyboard that he would play. And I asked him, oh, yes. I said, what does that even do? Does it, cause I've been listening really hard when he would, when he would play with it and it would, and I couldn't figure out, like I never could hear a difference. And, uh, basically he tells me, he's like, oh, I just put a spring on a keyboard and made it more fun to play. <laughs> cause he's like, the thing about keyboard is it's boring, man. You got to stay in one spot the whole show. And, uh, I always wonder, well, why not just get a keytar? The 80s are cool again. Bring it back. If you can play the shit, go for it. Hell yeah. As long as it sounds good, I don't give a fuck what it looks like. Just try not to be too out there. Uh, yeah. Well, that was fun. That was a nice, 
I like this bit that we've introduced here. Yeah, why not, man? More watch lines, the better. I know, right? Speaking of which, mm. when those Instagram or Twitter followers get all the way up, that might be one of the options. You guys, if you're listening now and you're not already on our Discord, we have a link at the very top of the uh, description of this podcast. Click on that link. That is your invite. That is your ticket to join us on Discord. Come on in there and tell us tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what we can do to make it better. Tell us what you think sucks about it. We'll do our best. I mean, we love feedback and stuff. And uh, also, give us your input because when it comes time for us to decide what we're going to put on the poll for you to vote on to be our bonus show, we're going to go straight to Discord. We're going to see what people want. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're going to do it that way. So if you if you want to have a say in it, and uh, you want you want this special bonus episode that's coming up, you want to you want to be a part of creating that. The best thing to do is go to the Discord and put in your input, and then when the poll comes up, vote on it. And because uh, we're so not going to have a say in this one. Oh, this is for the fans. This one, our friends. Are you are our friends? <laughs> but you got to oh, be, because yeah. we all like yeah. I was gonna say you, you should be. I'm awesome. Of course, we're both awesome. Yeah, just don't show we up at my awesome. house. <laughs> don't show up at our house or anything. <laughs> don't creep us the fuck out. Give us some space. Look, man, I love you too, but look, dude, you, you just you got to back off a little bit, man, and quit trying to come over to my house. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm talking to you, future Like a high security that. around my house. I know, man. I've been to Caputo's house. It's this giant mansion and shit. I couldn't even oh, yeah. get in. And he knew I was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Fernando met me at the gate and was like, oh, no, you're banned from this house. For life. <laughs> oh, Fernando. And I said, good luck enforcing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Are you ready to get into black leather? Yeah. I'm ready to I've, slip I've, into fact, some black actually, leather? I've, yeah, I've only heard this song twice, and today was those two times. <laughs> I've listened to it a couple of times today, too, to try to get a feel for what we're going to yeah. do, and i gotta, I got to admit, I still don't have a clue. Yeah, because, like, the spaghetti incident in, like, the GNR community, sorry to cut you off, but it's just, no, but- like, uh, the spaghetti incident is, like, one thing, it's like, oh, don't listen to it, whatever, it's fucking terrible and shit, but then, like, you actually really listen to it, and there's, like, some good shit on here. There like, really is. I listen to... Yeah, listen to Black Leather. I'm like, they should play this shit live. It's so good. And it doesn't sound like it would be a high impact song. Yeah, it's a very low pitch. Strenuous. Lower register. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they think they do enough covers. And they just don't want to play the same. Get rid of a few covers. Get rid of a few covers. No one wants to hear Duff sing anymore because he's like, meh. Oh man, you don't like attitude. Play this. I like that. <laughs> oh, I've heard it so many times. It's it's just like oh, it's like yeah, culture. it has lost its um, um, magic from the first couple of times, or from the first, you know, the first even year 
of the reunion. Uh, it has lost a little bit of its magic. But, yeah, I mean, so has... The, the big thing for the reunion for me was getting to hear Slash play uh, Chinese democracy songs. and That was huge in itself, yeah. Now... You know, now now we've had that for so long that's like, uh, go home, write a new song, <laughs> play something <Yeah>. different. <laughs> I agree. But, you know, we're going to bitch and moan, and then they're going to go on tour again. They're going to have the same fucking set list. It's probably going to be not in this lifetime 2020. And uh, it's going to be the same tour name. It's going to be the same shit we've already heard. And uh, we're going to watch every night, and we're going to follow it religiously, and then we're going to continue to bitch about it, and we're not going to go away. And they know that, so. Yeah, it's the cycle of life. Yeah. <laughs> GNR goes away. We miss them. We want them back. They come back. We bitch about them. They, <laughs> they go something away leaks, again. maybe. Yeah, something leaks. That don't get that don't happen too much anymore. That happened in a little while now. Oh man, that's this summer is one of the best summers ever, just because of that. Like oh, the yeah. summer slash beginning of the fall. Yeah. Leak of Mania was running wild, dog. Come on, Chairman, you're dropping the ball here. What's left? Yeah, though? I miss you, man. The only thing left is that <laughs> fucking VMA rehearsal that doesn't seem all that great. I'm not. I don't get now. The other rehearsal I was excited for. Uh, where they were like playing with DJ and shit. I just don't get the appeal to the VMA rehearsal video other than it's something to have. Well, I think it was like the whole surprise behind it. Because like, oh, no one saw it coming. Like, apparently even though it was kind of leaked locally, but like, no one saw that coming. Like, uh, you know, this is the new, this is like the, this is a better comeback than Oh My God was. So I'll give them that. Yeah. yeah, I think in this one you see Buckethead unmasked, so that'd be interesting to see. Huh? Did not know yeah. that. Maybe that's why it's so. There's actually private. pictures. I think uh, Brando from AFD posted some while ago. Yeah, I think I saw that on Twitter like uh, yesterday or something. Yeah, and he looked like a pinhead from Hellraiser, whatever the movie <laughs> is, where he's wearing the weird uh, masks and stuff. No, it's just like his face, but there's like lines all over it i'm like is this what <laughs> not a rock star whose house i would ever want to go into <laughs> like you get invited to, you get invited to axel's malibu mansion you're walking through it like it's a fucking museum going wow awesome and then it's like you get invited to Buckethead's house and you're outside like, you know what, dog? I'll just hang out out here and wait on you. You just come on out. Like everybody's got that one friend that's house is disgusting. Like maybe they got two or three dogs that shit in the floor and they're very poorly and then nobody ever cleans it up. Everybody knows somebody that lives in squalor like that. <laughs> and then you go to oh, visit them. always and, someone. And then you're like, you know what, dog? I'll just wait on you out here on the porch. Ah, come on in. It's cold out. No, it ain't that cold. It's only minus 15. It'll be all right. You just come <laughs> on. You just get ready and come on. <laughs> then you walk inside. It smells like dog shit. I've had friends like that before, and I, yeah, that was my, uh, you want to get drunk and spend the night? You know what? I'm just going to sleep out here on the trampoline. <laughs> yeah, I'll just pitch a tent. <laughs> 
<laughs> which if you're ever in that situation, I do recommend the trampoline is a good place to sleep. That's true. At least catch some Z's till you sober up enough to drive. Ah. If you'll keep bouncing, you'll end up yakking your brains out. Oh, well, you maybe get to drive. Well, if you're just laying on the damn thing, I mean... Maybe if a squirrel jumps out of a tree or something, but I don't think you got to worry about that anywhere that's not Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have I ever told you the story about the time I was attacked by a squirrel? This is great for black leather, by the way. <laughs> I hope you guys oh are happy. Gosh, you do tell. This is some good. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily attacked. I wasn't necessarily attacked. I was verbally assaulted and uh robbed i was actually now i was robbed by a squirrel that is that that actually happened so here's what happened i <laughs> i was used to like where i'm from i lived in the middle <laughs> of the woods and squirrels are scared of people so it's like you come up to a squirrel he's going to take off long before he lets you get too close well i was working at this place that uh it was a it was a factory i was working in the office but it was still like a factory environment and it was out in the middle of nowhere and this factory place had been there for years and uh these squirrels were not afraid of people they would come up so uh at the time i worked in hr and the beautiful thing about working in hr is uh you get to set your own breaks great so mm. i set my lunch break about 15, 20 minutes after everybody else had to be back at work. And I did this. So, cause like if they see a guy in a suit, they're going to immediately start telling you about their problems and shit at work. And, uh, first off, that was not my department. There wasn't anything I had the power to do. I was one of them. I just had to dress a little differently. Like yeah. I was nobody important. I just had to dress a little differently cause I worked in the office and not on the floor, but they don't know that. And uh, if you try to tell them that, you just come off as an asshole. So I just avoid the situation. So I'm thinking, okay, this is great. So it's like one of my first lunch breaks. I'm strolling through, you know, the back area. Went and got me a sandwich out of the machine with, uh, by the way, um, my only dollar that I had at the time I bought a sandwich with out of the machine. And I remember it was a pimento and cheese sandwich and I was very very hungry this particular day and since i was just new at this job you know they hold your first paycheck and then you don't get paid till the following week for the week that you did previously so uh i'm on that week of no pay and all i had to my name was a dollar and i bought this fucking sandwich and uh so i go sit on uh it was it was warm outside it was summertime weather maybe spring uh, I think it was actually springtime weather. And uh, I go and I sit down on the, they had a gazebo out back on the gazebo. And I'm going to eat my lunch outside, enjoy the weather. And uh, it was uh, where the gazebo was located was right at the edge of the forest. So it's all woods, all forest. And then it's cleared out in this one little spot. There's a gazebo and then there's the plant. But when you get past the gazebo, it's all forest from there on. It kind of drops down a hill. So I'm sitting there, and a squirrel comes up while I'm eating my sandwich. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, man, look, a squirrel. I'm thinking, this is cool because I've never really got to be this close to him. And he got a little closer, and he got a little closer, and he got a little closer. And I'm sitting there, and I hadn't even taken the first bite out of my sandwich yet. And I'm watching him, and I'm going... 
hey little guy oh my god but i'm trying not to scare him off but i'm really interested in looking at him and then all of a sudden within a split second this little fucker jumps on my lap jumps off of my leg snatches my sandwich out of my hand and runs to the other end of the gazebo and then the icing on the fucking cake he turns around holding my sandwich in his little bitty hands and goes and then jumps into the woods and then jumps into the woods and run away like he jumped into my lap, snatched my sandwich out of my hand, ran back to the end of the gazebo, turned around and was like, what the fuck you going to do about it, motherfucker? And then hauled ass back in the woods. And then I'm sitting there like in just disbelief. Like, did this just happen? And I'm looking in my hand and my sandwich is not in my hand. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I'm like questioning my own sanity for a second. Like, did this really just fucking happen? And, uh, so I go back, I'm confused and I'm still hungry. And so I ease back up in the office and one of my coworkers who was my translator, cause I was one of the few people there that spoke English. So I had a translator that followed me around all the time. Um, she was also on her lunch break and she was sitting at her computer playing Tetris <laughs> and, I sit down beside her, just still kind of in disbelief of what just happened. She goes, what's what's gotten into you? And I said, you're not going to believe me if I tell you. And she's like, what happened? I said, so I told her the story. Just like I told you. She goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. They get everybody at first. The little fuckers. <laughs> so, I know I'm not the first one that this squirrel is robbed. And it wasn't even that it wasn't even the stealing of the sandwich. I'd have gave him a piece of it just for being cute. <laughs> but the part that pissed me off was after he had my sandwich, he could have just made a clean getaway. He could have been a creature of the forest and ran back into the woods with my sandwich. But no, he took the time to stop, turn around, look me in the eye, and be like, what the fuck you going to do about it? Yeah, I took your sandwich. And, and then run back into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my squirrel story that's the best story i've ever heard oh my god it's fucking gold oh but anyway yeah so fuck that squirrel you are you ready to are you ready to listen to black leather black leather i'm in let's take a listen now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. In a way, it kind of reminds me of the opening of Shadow of Your Love. A little bit. A little bit. I feel like if you play this like a casual Junior fan and they had no idea about the spaghetti incident, they would think this is original material. That's how good the song is. I could see that. Yeah. 
Okay, so from the first opening lyrics here, well, she's all geared up walking down the street, and I can feel the slime dripping down her sleeve. I'm going to assume that this is about a uh, a uh, low-class prostitute. Two dollars at best. Two dollars. Two dollars. I give you two dollars. Well, if you can't refuse and you just can't choose what she's going to do, I think that is a uh, a pretty cheap hooker. Like, look, you don't get a say in this. <laughs> like, you give me my $2, you sit back, and whatever's going to happen, happens. Yeah, so just bite your cock off. Will you pay for it? <laughs> I charge extra for the blood. <laughs> you are right it does sound like original material it could pass for it if like it wasn't a cover oh yeah easily if it'd been on another album i probably wouldn't know it was a cover yeah too Okay, so it's late at night, and I'm all alone, and I can hear her boots as she's near her home. She's coming for you, man. Oh, she's coming to get ya. Yeah, that's that's how you know. And he, and obviously, he didn't have the $2 that he promised. Is the mm-hmm. story we're getting here. <laughs> and, uh, and he's about a buck short. <laughs> all I got is the one. I said $2. Oh, yeah, motherfucker, I follow your ass home. <laughs> I'm seeing a hooker. I don't know why I'm seeing a hooker with a peg leg in my head and all of these things. Like I'm thinking a like a senior citizen. <laughs> Have you ever seen My Name is Earl? Uh, yeah, I've seen some of it. You know the, the Patty the Daytime Hooker? Yeah. <laughs> I even pulled out my good boob. <laughs> Okay, so she's arrived. If you're listening to oh, the lyrics, scratch, scratch, she's clawing at the door. And you're like, she's hiding down. in. No, he's shaking the couch right now, like while this is going on. Uh, he's like digging in the couch, like, there's got to be another dollar around here, some fucking where. At least 75 cents, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I've never haggled with a hooker. I don't know if they'll take 75 cents or not. <laughs> you only take it by Venmo. You know, I think uh, I, I think that could be the very definition of rock bottom is haggling with a hooker. Guys, if you're out there and you've, <laughs> you've ever haggled with a prostitute, <laughs> I don't think it gets much lower. <laughs> Let's rejoin our hero and find out what happens <sighs> next. Let's see. Okay, so the lyric is, uh, whoa, no, I can't take it anymore. Crack, crack, and I'm feeling so sore. Yeah, she's found her, man. 
That's that's the story. Now I realize that this is about bondage and shit like that. Okay, okay. I like my version better here. Okay, mm-hmm. let us have our fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crack, yeah crack. I'm, I'm gonna take the crack crack literally, like she whooped his ass and then just lit up a rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why he's feeling sore while he's sitting there and he can't do anything about it. Never should ask for black leather. And I'm gonna say black leather is her hooker name. Oh. <laughs> Or should have never requested her wearing assless chaps, maybe. (laughs) I don't know, man. Isn't Pretty Tied Up about bondage, too? I mean, from the title, you could guess. Okay, continuing with these lyrics, man, I'm sorry, but you know what? I think the story that I've laid out here that I've just kind of made up as we went on with this is pretty damn nothing of the lyrics so far. And we're at the end of everything that we knew knew that we're going to discover in the lyrics. And nothing <laughs> has come along that can put a pin... Or, or or put a nail in the tire of the story that I've just laid out. <laughs> Fucked up story, man. Somebody make a comic strip out of this and put it on, send it to us on Instagram. Fucked up, but could be true. Could be. There's a key word there. <laughs> this is not what this song's about. I mean, you wish it was about that. <laughs> That's a good bit, man, where we just kind of tell what we think. This, we, we tell a story here, man. We make a musical out of this. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Black Leather can make for a good, like, horse name. Ah! I put 50 bucks on Black Leather to win. Yeah. You know how sometimes they'll dress their horses up for, like, a race? Yeah, they just put them in like black leather on the legs, whatever. Like a He's gimp in mask. assless chaps and a uh, gimp mask <laughs> with the ball in his mouth and everything. <laughs> and then you've got the gimp from Pulp Fiction as the rider. It's the most fucked up horse race ever. <laughs> How do you not bet on that horse? Though? <laughs> I'd put at least ten bucks. <laughs> Black leather. I gotta say, I'm digging this. I love this. This is like, I don't know, this is just a handful of times, but like, it's probably one of the better Spaghetti Incident songs. Like my oh, top yeah. three for sure. Alright, that was Black Leather. From the Spaghetti Black Incident. Black Leather. And uh, I'm in the same boat as you are. Before we... Uh, 
when when we were on the show last week with Brando and Black Leather come up, the first thing that went in my head is, what the fuck am I going to say about this song? And up to the point that we started tonight, I had no clue what I was going to say about this song because I'd maybe listened to it when it was passing, but I don't think I've ever selected this song and listened to it. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, so you know what? That's a good thing that this podcast has done. Is it's given me a new song that uh, I hadn't really thought about, and I dug it. So, uh, oh, same here, man. Yeah, that one's going to be coming up on the play on the old playlist a hell of a lot more. Matter of fact, let's go save that right now while I'm at it. Oh, better see if it's on my rock playlist. Hang on. Well, I use YouTube anyway, so Uh-oh. go ahead and try that. I'm going to me Spotify here. I kind of want to check out the Sex Pistols version, but I just don't know if it's going to be as good. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, What do we know about Black Leather? Has it ever been played live? I didn't even think to look that up. I don't think so. Honestly, not much of this stuff has been played live besides, like, attitude. Maybe what, you can't put your arms around a memory? Uh, down on the farm was there for a little bit. I think, yeah, it was like 1990 they played there, like in 89. Well, I mean, they played down on the farm as part of the Chinese Democracy Tour. Oh, yeah, and it was at Farm Aid, ironically. I'm sorry, what? It was at a Farm Aid, too, I think they played that song. That was the last oh, show with okay. Steve Adler. Oh, that's cool. John, here on the farm. Yeah. <laughs> And then he does the sheep bye. Yeah. I just love how he sings that with that accent. It's, all, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's Black Leather. Uh we've uh we've listened to it. We've tore it apart, kinda, sorta. We give you what we promised. It's hard to tear black leather, so I mean Yeah, yeah, the best we could. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> you can eat leather. Here we go. Shit, so. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna Google a hundred facts about leather. <laughs> <laughs> this and we'll get you some filler content uh, <laughs> going on here. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't put in hundred. I accidentally put in ten. So uh, here's what you get. Uh, the leather industry has an annual revenue of over $53 billion. Wow, that's a lot of shit. Hmm. What do you know? Top grain leather is not the highest quality of leather. Uh, leather was once used as wallpaper. <laughs> That'd be that's interesting. pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. You can get salmon leather. Why? <laughs> I don't know. In case the black leather isn't smelling fishy enough. Black leather. Black leather. <laughs> Smells like fish. <laughs> it's fucking stuck in my head now. It's black leather. Fish leather. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring, though. <laughs> it still works. It still fits the story I wrote out, even yeah. though gross as that may be. Um uh, <laughs> Leather has been popular since 3000 BC. 
Uh, white leather is the most difficult to produce. Leather changes texture based on the environment, and that's all the ones that come up without me having to click on the link. So that's what you get. Um, so, yeah, you're ready to spin the old willaroo and find out what we're going to be listening to next week? Uh, but before we do that, we should get into our ratings for the song, I'd say. Oh, yeah. How come? How the hell do I forget that every fucking week? <laughs> It's the running gag here, I think. No. It's not even a gag. Like, you literally have to remind me every fucking week. <laughs> it's all right. I'll let you uh, go first. Give your let rating for first. Black Leather. Black Leather. Yes. I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> I'm going to give it a four. I really like that song. Yeah. And all right. All right. What about you? I'm going to give it three assless chaps out of five. <laughs> three assless chaps made of black leather. <laughs> black leather. Fish leather. <laughs> <laughs> it's stinky. It's going to be my head all week going black leather randomly. <laughs> and I can feel the slime dripping down her sleeve. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because the leather's made of fish. The okay. slime. Is it referring to, like, male gunk or some shit? Come on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, the good thing is uh, cum doesn't the wheel. stain leather, so I guess... If, if you're a hooker... <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least I don't think it does. I'll tell you what, <laughs> give me a weekend and a whiskey bottle and I'll figure it out. I'll get back to you on them. See, wasn't those 100 facts? Oh, yeah, I should have go. Let's see if I Googled this cum stain Make sure you're in safe search. Fuck that. I live dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't use images search. Just clear history. There, let's see what it says. Google's not wanting to pull this up. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's still loading. I haven't waited on something this long to load. It's thinking, bro, bro, really? My phone is rebelling right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I really need to know this cup stained leather. Oh, oh, hey, I'll look up on my phone and see. <laughs> it gave me an answer. You know what the number one, <laughs> the top search link is on Google? <laughs> Help. How do I remove semen stains from a glove? <laughs> I'm looking at it too. I'm just like, I remove stains. Let's see. When it says, uh, to answer that question, it says if the glove in question was leather, the semen can simply be wiped off with a damp cloth. So <laughs> I guess not. I even found a thing on a, a, give me a Reddit link, actually. 
Uh, it says, you can clean it off, but like Pepperidge Farms, the leather remembers. <laughs> Please don't shake your mother's hand while you're wearing that glove. <laughs> don't hug your don't but hug your grandpa off. with those gloves on. Oh. <laughs> oh my well, God. don't do anything with those gloves on. This sure took a turn for the disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Oh, this is the BDSM my. edition of Guns and Radio. <laughs> with an episode like Black Leather, what could you expect? Oh God, my face hurts. <laughs> 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 I'm over here massaging my cheeks. Oh, ooh, those muscles got to work out tonight. <laughs> oh, you know what? That was that, that was for sure. That was educational. What we just did. So you know, you can say it's gross all you want, but uh, you know what? You've learned something tonight. That uh, semen can be walked yeah. off, wiped off of black leather with a damp cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's spin that wheel, man. Spin that fucking wheel. <laughs> That's our out this week. Heartbreak Hotel. Oh. Well, that's an interesting choice. Oh. Interesting. So, Heartbreak Hotel next week. We are playing our first of the Appetite for Destruction demos. Uh, This song was recently made available uh, massively to the public on the Appetite for Destruction box set. So this is an official release. Yeah, it is. Uh, Which is funny because I was Elvis for Halloween this year. I saw that on Instagram. That was pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, My buddy Reese. Thank you very much. My buddy Reese is the one that uh, suggested I add a crown to uh, to the costume because last year I was Jerry the King Lawler, and uh, oh nice! So I still had the crown in my storage room, and then I put the crown on as a joke, and Reese was like, "Dude, that makes it just ridiculous enough to be hilarious." So, <laughs> so I left the crown. Then uh, this girl. Uh, that I was seeing earlier this year, she commented on it and was like, you know, you go as a different king every year. <laughs> so I've got to think of another king so I can have a trilogy. I have Jerry the King Lawler, Elvis, and i got to come up with a third one. You could be Jimmy King from Ready to Rumble. Hey! That's a good one. I, I just know. thought of that. I was like, ah, I don't know any other kings. Greatest Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. <laughs> Well, you know, Memphis is the city of kings because you've got uh, Elvis, B.B. King, and then Jerry the King Lawler. And uh, who's going to be joining us next week in the Heartbreak Hotel? Do you want to tell Ooh. the good news? We, that's, what? Yeah, sure. So if you remember, this is, I already mentioned this earlier, but this is part two of our very big announcement of guests. And next week, we're going to be having Chris from joining us talking heartbreak hotel it's gonna be fun that's gonna be awesome man dude i'm really excited you know we kind of cheat the system here because we get a guy who's from a podcast mainly known for uh what we do this show is very much a pot of thunder ripoff i say that in the first episode we have never been 
I wouldn't say ripoff because we do tackle it a little differently, but the it was inspired by Pot of Thunder. And now we're getting one of the hosts of the show that inspired this show on this show doing our show this way. And we get a guy who's known for talking on a podcast about Kiss, who's on a Guns N' Roses podcast, and we're going to listen to a song where Guns N' Roses cover Elvis Presley. So we're getting like three fucking bands crammed into one show here. So we're kind of getting a pretty sweet deal with this guest. Like the Schmorgasborg is here, basically. Dude, I know. I'm excited. Uh, I think I told you this last year off, or last year, last week. I think I told you this off the air. Think of it like this. It's like if uh, when America was (laughs) founded and then somebody else came along and said, whoa, check out that America thing. That looks pretty cool. We should try to do that ourselves. And uh, boom, there's Canada. And and then Thomas Jefferson came over to Canada to say, hey, I like this Canada thing you've got going on here. That's what this next episode's going to be like. (laughs) It's a good way of putting it. When was Canada founded? 1876. Oh, so it is similar. I didn't know if we were older or if you were older. That's weird. Oh, you guys, exactly. are, you guys are much older. Wasn't 1776 yeah. when America? That's bad. I don't know that off the top of my head. I think it was yeah, 1776 that America was... Huh. That's weird. Yeah. That's cool. Hmm. I'm learning new Canada facts. See, they don't teach this yeah, in man. our school. Why the fuck would we need to know that? I don't live in Canada. Canada's yeah. where we threaten to move to when we're fed up with the bullshit going on in this country. Yeah. Very few people actually do it. I do want to come to Canada eventually. And you know what? With this podcast, if this podcast blows up, that's the perfect excuse. Me and Caputo could do our first podcast in the same room together. Shit, finally. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you ready to go home? Let's send him home, Dustin. All right, everybody. Thank you for checking out the Black Leather episode. Don't forget, next week, tune in for Heartbreak Hotel where we will be joined by Chris Lanthrop of Until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week. Peace. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu gradschool.